Hello and welcome to another. Oh, <laughs> welcome to another episode of Toast and Jam. I'm Alex. I'm Brian. And I'm Nathan. And today we're talking about silver chair, silver chair. Can you, I can't get that accent quite no, right? That silver chair. Will silver chair? I don't know. I can't write. I can't get it. I can't do it. Well, uh, you know, that's almost <laughs> as bad as our Morgan Freeman yeah, impressions. Almost. 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 Well, before we get into Silver Chair, I'd like to mention uh, a beer that we're drinking here. It is the Battle of the Lords. It is a Northeast style hazy double IPA from Revision. And Revision is a craft brewery that is out of Reno, Nevada. You guys been up to nice. Reno, Nevada yet? I have. I've been to Reno, Nevada. I haven't been to Revision. Yeah, oh, it's the best. Yeah, I have been to Reno. This is good stuff, though. We got pretty much everything out of Revision. I don't think I've had one bad beer yet. So that's a good record. Just keep uh, keep your eye on it, everyone, because it is the beer to drink. Revision. Goop. Silverchair was an Australian rock band which formed in 1992 as Innocent Criminals in Mayweather. Newcastle. Newcastle. Mayweather. What was the first part? They were Mayweather. What? They were criminals? Okay, so the, the band originally was called Innocent Criminals. Mm-hmm. Oh, that Innocent was Innocent Criminals. Yeah. Innocent Criminals. That makes no sense. It now, makes no now, sense. Now, on that tip, sometimes they play under an alias, which I think is just the coolest name ever. Did you see this? No, what was that? Sometimes they play under the alias George Costanza Trio. That is awesome. That's pretty awesome. Really? I really like that but a lot. But they say George Costanza Costanza. 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 <laughs> George I'm going to stop because it's terrible. Okay. It sounds just awful. I'm going to stop too. <laughs> Maybe later. Ben Gillis on the drums, Daniel Johns on vocals and guitars, and Chris Janow on bass guitar. Now, honestly, though, I feel like their names require an Australian accent to even say, right? Daniel Ben. Daniel and Chris. Johns, Jones. Chris Janow, and Ben Gillis. See Ben's last name sounds much better with an Australian accent. It does. Yes, Gillis. I will. I will second that emotion. Okay, got it. <laughs> the group got their big break in mid 1994 when they won a national demo competition conducted by SBS TV show Nomad and ABC radio station Triple J. The band was signed by Murmur and were successful on the Australian and international rock stages. Now, here's what pisses me off about mm-hmm. Silverchair. What's that? <laughs> Those guys. We're 15 years old. Oh, yes. When they wrote their album, Frog Stomp, their debut album. Oh, it's Frog Stomp? Frog Stomp is I the name of the album. I thought it was Frog Stone. Frog Stone? You're like, well, yes. You know. <laughs> yes. Good Froggy. God, that is young. 15. Isn't it, well, isn't it though? Right? What was I doing at 15? I mean, I, I, I played guitar, but... I wasn't making music nearly oh, like Alex, this. Alex, I have an answer to that question. I was not writing an album when I was 15, 14, 15 years old. <laughs> or touring around. No. And, I mean, okay, so let's let's think about this. Because they recorded the album when they were 15 years old, 15, 16 years old. That means these songs had to have been made at least a year. They had to have written these songs like 13, 14 years old, right? I mean, that's... Did like, they write them or did their parents write oh them? Oh, my gosh. Don't even put that out you there. You know what I mean? Serious? Like, Dad's like, hey, you guys are going to play some songs that me and my Hey, Daniel, wrote. come here, Daniel. <laughs> come here. Come here. Come here. A song. <laughs> I thought come we here, weren't going to do this. Oh, no, yeah, we, we kind of have to do this. You kind of have to. I like doing it. I like it. Daniel, come here, you little wanker. <laughs> oh, no, wait. No, that's, not, that's not Australian either, is it? Damn, that's no, a, it's more British. We got to get these uh, euphemisms right here. All right, sorry about that. Yeah. Um, 
but still it, it trips me out and it trips me out that you would even say that because dude my head never went there mm. we never oh, we went to them being hansons so you know else. their parents were writing are songs. you saying hansen oops didn't write my that? bad oh my oh, gosh man. dude <laughs> at least santa's real good uh <laughs> Oh, God. Well, if he's not the Tooth Fairy, definitely is. Definitely. Yes. And the Easter Bunny. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's crazy. I never thought about that, that maybe they didn't write these songs. Maybe they weren't the musical geniuses that I thought they were. You know, given some of the things I've heard and read about Daniel Johns that we'll talk about in a little bit, um, I, I believe he did. I really do. Brian's a believer. He I'm, looks I'm like a, a little uh, ner- uh, Kurt Cobain and his he younger does, pictures. Right? He, he does. does. He's a young Kurt Cobain. He's Most a young definitely. Australian outback Kurt Cobain. He's got that shoulder length kind of blonde hair going on. It's a little more combed than Kurt kept his, though. I will say that. Yeah. It's I mean, not that, as a little bit. You see this picture right here? It looks like a... Yes, Kurt everybody Cobain look shot. at your uh, look at your iPods right yeah, now. Yeah, it is kind so everybody of a young on the, Kurt Cobain. Uh, yeah, exactly. Blonde, dirty, <laughs> nappy hair. That's true. <laughs> Silverchair's debut album, Frog Stomp, was recorded in nine days and was released in March of 1995. At the the time of recording, the band members were 15 years old and still attending high school. (laughs) That's why why they had to record it in nine days. But (laughs) I I would like to add, I kind of think, because I've seen other albums that have done this before, I think the fact that it was recorded in nine days is part of what makes it good. They didn't overthink it too much. You know, yeah. we don't we don't necessarily have the Guns N' Roses, you know, Chinese democracy that took like a decade to come out. And in my opinion, it wasn't really all that good. I don't think I even heard it. I, <laughs> I heard, I heard enough it. of it to know. Yeah, I'm I'm good with it. You're all. Yeah. Frog Stomp is I'll, better. And fr- that was yeah, recorded I'll, in yeah. nine days. When it comes to GNR, I'll stick with Appetite for Destruction. But yes, Frog Stomp, nine days. It was a good nine days. So a good nine days good. when you're 15. Like that just that's just incredible. Some of my best stuff was when I was 15 that I've done. That really? I did. No, of course not. <laughs> just I was saying still playing with G.I. Joe's, I think. <laughs> And I was still trading baseball cards when I was their age, man. Seriously. Know, that's, what that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm trying to think where I was at 15. What, I, what, maybe a sophomore in high school? Sophomore? Yeah, right around there. What the hell was Actually, I Actually, I was just writing. I just started writing some of my first rap songs. Nice. I'd get one done, like, in months, not nine days. Well, that's what I'm saying. Album. I was writing music, too, but I think my music was was way, way, way nowhere near what these guys were putting out there that frog stomp album is an amazing album it is it is very good i was also impressed by the development of his voice and what he could make his voice sound like by singing at that age i mean i'd have been i'd have been doing the peter brady cracking my voice all over the place if i tried yeah for sure do you think that's what like set them apart and why they got picked up and were like hey you won this contest you know, not only do you sound like the good music that's coming out, but you're only 15. Let's play on this. Cause do you think that's part of the wow factor? Possibly. I, I definitely think that's a, definitely a possibility. If it was a 35 year old yeah, and he came out in the same era, same time, would people be like, Oh, this is a, you know, a good song it's or pretty good. Cause but I, yeah, you I, hear that song and you're like, what? That guy's 15. Yeah. Ridiculous. I felt like that's the first thing I heard when I heard this it was like, Oh yeah, this kid's only this, you know, yeah. so, so, old you know that that does definitely add a level to it but 
I mean, this song right here tomorrow, just the the hook, the beat. I mean, everything is yeah. is on point. It, it de- but yes, being young, oh my gosh, that just yeah. It de- I think it takes it to a new level. It definitely the song itself has its own merit for sure. For Absolutely. I mean, it's a well written song. The song's incredible. Um, add to the fact that they're add to that awesome song to the fact that they're fifteen years old. It definitely kicks it up a notch. You know, it it makes it weird because two of my three kids are older than they were when they made this. And I think <laughs> it, it, and it blows my mind. I think, man, if, can you imagine if my kid was doing this at that point, I I, I would be totally blown away. I mean, their my, biggest oh fan, my right? gosh, my mind, for gets, sure. My mind gets blown. When You'd my be taking o- them to contests to win. Heck yeah. <laughs> I'd be, I'd, <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd be a stage mom uh, for sure. Or dad. Mm-hmm. Stage dad. Mm-hmm. I swear. Was that um, a Freudian slip? <laughs> we'll come back to that later. I would be, I would, I'm excited when my kid wakes up before 10, you know, when my yes. oldest, Wakes up before ten o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, hey man, like that's awesome. Good I get for excited. You, bro. When, I get excited when they pass their class. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, good job. So do you know if they were playing like shows or anything like local, like before they did this contest that kind of? Oh, before yes, yes, yeah, because they actually had part of what helped break them was that they had a demo tape that had a, a demo version of this song, and it got heard, and part of it was I think kind of right place, right time. Right age, as we talked about, you know, again, yeah. adding to their mystique. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And they were playing around the local circuits for, I mean, imagine they couldn't get into too many underage <laughs> right. bars. But anything about it in Australia, too, maybe maybe it's, you know, are you 18? I th- I th- All right, here's your beer. Here's your ciggies. Uh, see, that was, see, that was good. That was very that. good. So you're falling into this All right, now. cool. I'm falling you're, into you're the groove. Good. All right. I think in their hometown, there was probably some exceptions made for them. Yeah, I'm just gonna say. I mean, they were probably was slamming some pints. You know, I mean, to be honest, I'm 18. Watch this. this. (laughs) Hand me a Foster. Give me a fat boy, (laughs) fat boy. (laughs) I mean, I mean, mean, okay. So you think about it. It's honestly America, the U.S. in general is probably the most uptight when it comes to like. I don't want to say uptight, but I want to say they're the most strict when it comes no, to that's like drinking laws, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. I mean, you go to any other country, and their drinking their drinking age is is, is less oh, than yeah. twenty one, and mm-hmm. you know, smoking and all that stuff. They're a little more lax on that kind of thing. So I imagine maybe in Australia, which is a island of criminals, to be honest with you, um, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. I was waiting Facts. to see where you were going with that. that it was, was a hey, criminal was colony for a while. But, I was intrigued, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not going to go there. <laughs> one, one of my one of my family members went to Germany, oh gosh, probably 20 years ago. And I remember he was telling me um, just all the young kids around there who would just be drinking beer out of a big old stein. Just like no big deal. Like, hey, I got a beer. You know, I mean, that's that's what, that's what it kind of comes down to. I mean, that's that's kind of a lot of places you go outside of the U.S. They're. Yeah, we're we just have to we slam so many laws and rules on things and make it yeah, like it's just. Yeah. By by the do time, you think it's a population thing? Like maybe because there's so damn many of us, they're just like man, we got a lot con- of us. We gotta I, control I these people. No, wild no. animals. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just glad I'm over 21 because I sure enjoy the beers we have. That's what I'm saying. They, 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 here, here. I but think a lot of people I mean, under 21 enjoy them too. <laughs> <laughs> I know this, I did. This, when I was this is more true than we than we yeah than we'd like to admit. Yeah. By the time these guys were 16 collectively. They had toured with the Red Hot Chili Peppers, the Ramones. I mean, the Ramones people. Come on. What? 
I, exactly. That was a short one. So. That, that deserved one that long. <laughs> and they played on the roof of Radio City Music Hall in New York for the Video Music Award Trim TV that year. I saw that. By the time they were 16. Yep. I mean. That's ridiculous. That is redonkulous. I so, think the coolest thing that I had when I was 16 is like I made out with like my first girlfriend. And I was like, oh, my God. That's amazing, guys. Exactly. And these guys are like, yeah, tour with the Chili Peppers. No big deal. Radio City Music Hall, man. Yeah. You know, mm. no big thing. Doesn't everyone? Doesn't everyone, Mike? Doesn't everyone? Just like, Screw you, Daniel Johns. <laughs> <laughs> so my question is, did they do anything after this? Yes. They did. But let's get into a little bit about what the song's about. Oh, okay. Sorry. Lead singer Daniel Johns was watching TV when he came up with the idea for this song. There was a news story about a rich man who asked to stay in a poor hotel. And he pretty much hated it and begged to leave, but the employees kept telling him that he won't leave until tomorrow. So that's kind of the <laughs> genesis of the idea of the lyrics of the song. This song is about choosing a life of risk and adventure adventure over a typical life of relying on money and having things. Those who decide to venture off today versus those who always say, I'll go tomorrow, find true happiness in how it is meant to be. Today refers to the sun still shining in the skies because we won't always have it. Wow. That's pretty deep for that's, a fifteen-year-old. That's awesome. That's pretty deep yeah. for someone his, my age. His, his dad <laughs> wrote really me? well. <laughs> you could you could see Props you could hear dad. dad's regrets in that song. Yeah, he's just, just like, saying. Like this, son. Sing this, son. <laughs> Not tomorrow, but today. <laughs> sing it today, son. <laughs> You're gonna sing about tomorrow today. <laughs> today, tomorrow. No, tomorrow today. Yes, I got that right. Yeah, let's share a Foster's and sing about tomorrow, son. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's more British. Thing. Yeah, that was I'm not 21. <laughs> it's okay, mate. So on May 25th, 2011, Silverchair announced an indefinite hiatus. And before we go there, Frog Stomp was great. Yes. Their second CD, their second album, which I think was Freak Show, which had Abuse Me, mm-hmm. um, Freak Show. Um, had, it was an amazing album. That was such a good album. And then the one after that was Neon Ballroom. They had the anthem for the year 2000. I don't know if you ever heard that one. I remember that one, yeah. And a song which he, Daniel Johns, was um, wrestling with anorexia. He's he's anorexic. Mm. And so he had um, he was wrestling with that disease, and he wrote a song called Anna Song, which is a beautiful song. Honestly, I love Freak Show and I love Frog Stomp, but if you want a really cohesive, pretty incredible album, really mature, um even more mature than this for freaking 15 years old. If you neon ballroom is such an amazing album. So when he matured. Yeah. So when he was like 18, (laughs) (laughs) you know, the ripe old age, like the ripe old age of 19. (laughs) Yeah. No, there, it was this album called neon ballroom and it's, it's incredible. That one is, uh, that's, I think by far is my favorite silver chair album for sure. There's, there's so much good stuff. I, I find myself all the time going back to frog stomp when, uh, if we're just messing around playing or Israel son, Israel son, Israel, I'll, son. I'll take it down to drop D and I'll just play that riff. Cause it's just so tough. Anybody that's awesome. listening to this podcast right now, look up Israel son, Israel's look up frog son. stomp, look up the freak show and definitely look up uh neon ballroom. It's yes. such a great album. These, these guys are great. They're really good. So it's really sad that they uh, announced their indefinite hiatus. Uh, this was their quote. We formed Silverchair nearly 20 years ago when we were just 12 years old. 
Today, we stand by the same rules now as we did back then. If the band stops being fun, and if it's no longer fulfilling creatively, then we need to stop. Despite our best efforts over the last year or so, it's become increasingly clear that the spark simply isn't there between the three of us at the moment. Therefore, after much soul-searching, we wanted to let you know that we're putting Silverchair into indefinite hibernation, and we've decided to each do our own thing for the foreseeable future. Wow. Which, what's, what's their each own thing? Uh, one of them is, <laughs> I know that a YouTube gamer or something. No, dude, the drummer <laughs> is a husband of one of the real housewives of Australia. So nice. they, they have so a real, that. the real housewives of Sydney or Australia, whatever the hell, <laughs> one of the real housewife show. Right. That's the a show. drummer is the, the husband of one of those, no kidding. one of those ladies, one of those fine ladies. Yes, I guess you can wow. say that. I I despise those shows. To be honest with you. My, <laughs> I, I my wife watch watches. It. My wife. I know watches of it. I shows. I actually don't watch it. I just know that it's she a watches show. the Orange County and the Beverly Hills, and she watches the Sydney, and she's like, "Oh, but this is the guy from Silverchair," and I'm like, "Yes, look how far he's fallen. <laughs> look how far he's fallen." You're he's like, now "You're not. On, you're not exactly a, propping him up in my mind." Right he's now. now a secondary character on a Bravo show. <laughs> like that's just oh, man. Not, that's not great. I know Daniel Staden. He still does. He's still in music. Is he still producing or he's he's producing, he's doing um he has new stuff out. Um if it, it's now it's a hundred and eighty degrees different than what what Silverchair is though. Really? It's very different. Anybody who listens to I know I'm always bringing up serious because that's like what I listen to, but I think it's channel forty eight. It's called Heart and Soul. It's like a lot of R and B type stuff. Mm. Soul like R and B. Um you you hear him on there relatively frequently. Really? Very, yeah. very different. It's very different. His What happened to the bass player? I don't know. Oh, they didn't have one, no, did no they? One, I, uh, oh, see, here we go. <laughs> no one needs, no one needs <laughs> a bass player. No, no one worries about the bass player, bro. Wait, what did I what did I say? I am offended by that remark. <laughs> I, I am offended, offended by, by that comment. <laughs> <laughs> I see a theme recurring here. <laughs> but that's great. We did we did Australia and Morgan Freeman in one episode. Great. Bam, done. Boom. Yeah, cut it. But do you know anything about what the bass player is doing? I do not. Oh, see, there you go. I the, don't. The proof is in the pudding. Yeah. No one knows. I don't. I don't know. I don't if, know I don't either. Know if, I don't know if I don't know if you need to know. I think it did. Did they well. even have a bass player? I was just kind of joking. He went back to his home planet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would love to hear the R and B version of Daniel John's music. I think that would be pretty interesting. Or R and B soul. It's very. Of. It's very. It's 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 more soul than R and B. I, like I, I would too. say I want to hear that I would say I, I saw him in an interview I don't know how recent it was exactly but he you know he was an adult by this point about time exactly no right <laughs> we, had to wait, we had to wait so long for you know, to be an adult and one of the other things tagging along with what you said Alex about why they stopped doing it he said that he didn't want to be 50 years old and then look back in his career and say oh well Silverchair was the only thing musically I did as good as they were he didn't want to be kind of trapped by that and, yeah. and just being that the whole time. And so he, so after they split, he started branching out, doing other things. He was actually married to what's her name? Natalie and Brulia for a while. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. For, for a while. Yeah. They were, Lucky they were together. Guy. 
He was a bit of a ladies' man. He's not old enough for her. I know. <laughs> what the hell? She's robbing the cradle. Eventually he was. You know. <laughs> Eventually, Eventually he was. I mean, when you get older, those age gaps don't mean much I'll of say, anything. In, like when you're in young. my mind, he still isn't caught up. He's probably older than me, and I, he still hasn't <laughs> he's still caught up. Young. He's still way too young to be bro. as awesome as I'm he is. I'm still super jealous. So, all right. Well, Silverchair, want to go ahead and um, give them big props for being who they were for coming out as prolific as they were for as young as they were man that's pretty amazing they did good yeah i wish i had those chops at that age so we are toast and jam oh sorry sorry. (laughs) we are toast and jam we want to go ahead and uh urge you to check us out on itunes leave us a review that'd be awesome comment we're also available on facebook if you go to facebook look up at toast and jams and uh, check us out on Podbean. That'd be great. So to Silverchair, everyone, we toast. Raise a glass Silverchair. Clink. And we jam. It's 12.